cowboy place, ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong, hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and non-religious podcast that does not need a uh, petition to tell us that we're not cats. Um, hang on. <laughs> I'm definitely a lawyer, not a cat. This is episode number 331, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. I'm your host for this and every episode. I go by the name X, and my usual good friends are here with me. We have Kyle Steen, Blake, Felicia, and Twistle, and uh, our special guest, Felicia's beau... Roger, Roger, hi! Thank, thanks for making it out tonight, man. Thanks for having me. How are you, uh, fine folks, doing out there this evening? It is uh, February thirteenth as we're recording this. Got it. Still I, the thirteenth. Still the thirteenth. You know, for a, a couple more minutes. You know. <laughs> Actually, one sec. Go ahead, <laughs> just do the thing. <laughs> just go on, do your thing. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, new week is here. Uh, has anything happened in your guys' last week since we did the last episode that you might want to talk about? Anything anything big going on in your word, world, Kyle? I, I can't. I'll have to think about something for mine because it's been uh, uh, status quo for the most part for me. <laughs> I mean, yes, there there are there are big things. There are big things going on, um, uh, but uh, none, none that I that I choose to share with with any of you guys. Nice. So there's that. No, it it, it has to be. <laughs> it's family stuff, okay? Never mind. I changed it's my private. mind. It's private. It's private. Stuff. Private yeah, stuff. Yeah, we we have to have. Uh, I mean, we we put a lot of stuff out there. Like we wear our like hearts on our sleeves for a lot of the stuff we do on Utah Outcasts, and oh yeah, we do. Is there any years that I have yeah. 2020 vision still? Like, are you talking about last year vision? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I went to the eye doctor and I was like, okay, there's no way. I'm, I'm, I'm 31. Like, there's no way. I, I got to be able to like, I, I got to be like having needing glasses now. And the doctor like was like, I heavily recommend against getting glasses. You still have 2020 vision. <laughs> so I was like, all right then. I That's have, my new I thing. LASIK like, God, 10 years ago, I think, and. I haven't gone back since. I probably should go to just make sure my eyes are fucking all right. But, you know. Yeah, no, I've apparently... God, it's been good not having to wear glasses. God, has been nice. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never <laughs> I had the you George. You should wear my glasses. I had RCO. George Bush glasses in 94. Like the aviator fucking frames with the, the support that goes across oh. the top of the lenses. Ooh. and. Yeah, I deserved every beating I got from wearing those pieces of shit. You did not deserve it, but no, I'm I'm being funny. You know I am. 
So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything been going on with me for this week? Uh, Outcast X channel is doing all right. I've got like 411 subscribers, which is nice. Nice. <sighs> it's a drop in the bucket compared to what we got for Utah Outcasts, and but I know it'll get there because I'm I keep working at it and. That's the way the algorithm likes it, is if you keep doing the thing, eventually people will show up. and That's what they tell you. Boy, I had fucking words about the, the Bruce Springsteen commercial with the Jeep shit this week. and I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. So he, he talks about a church in the middle of America where it's it's literally the middle of America, like between east and west and north and south. And he's like, if people join there because we need to get back to being, we need to bring back the middle of this nation. And I'm like, centrism's not a thing there, buddy. You know, it, it, that that's the thing that doesn't exist anymore, Bruce. And how dare you, Mr. I'm going to move to Australia if Trump gets elected again, Bruce Springsteen. X, you need to you you need to mute uh, a a one B starting person. There we go. Okay, sorry. There we go. I didn't know where that was coming from. I thought some you guys you guys had a dog that was making some noise or something. So nope. no, no, ours are <laughs> ours are, uh, ours, are uh, ours like Laid their back. bedtime. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I I made fun of the the that whole thing. I had like a Gordon Klingenschmidt thing this week. I had a Matt Powell. So it's it's mainly my favorite hit list of people that I don't like. And it's nice that they're still continuing to put out the stuff that I can comment against because yeah, makes me. I mean, and, and the fun the fun part about that is you don't need to update or modify your material at all because it's the same shit. It's the exact same shit. <laughs> They have not modified. We've or been doing changed. this since 2015, and they've not changed a lick of any of their same content. They're like Gordon Klingenschmidt is still very much anti-trans, and it's like mm-hmm. Gordon. If somebody had, if if you had a whole bunch of trans men come into the bathroom with you at the same time, you would <laughs> not fucking know, you know, because well, they would come into the, the bathroom, point. they would do the thing, and then they would leave. But like all of a sudden, these guys are worried I, about. I've been I've been in a lot of spaces where we don't have gendered bathrooms. It's fine. Guess what? People just mm-hmm. need to use the restroom because they either have urine. It was or even feces. a they like one was even a big event where like it, you just it's fine. You get you get over it real fast. Oh yeah, when you had a pee, you don't care. You got pee. <laughs> like seriously, you you'll stop. Also, caring. there was you'll no line for the right ladies' away. room because everyone was just like. In and out, you know what I mean? Like it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. There was no ladies' room. It was fantastic. Except I've always hated the troughs that they have in like most stadiums. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. The troughs are gross. Like you're looking like eye to eye with some other dude dick in hand and you're trying to piss <laughs> into this like giant metal tray in front of you, and it's just like, no, this ain't working. Yeah, man. I've never peed into a trough, so I can't relate. And mostly it's it's the eye contact thing. It's not the it's not the fact that you got weighing out in front of somebody else. It's just the fact that you're like this guy's looking at you intently in the eye, be like, Are you peeing? I'm peeing. You're you're a peeing, aren't you? <laughs> I once had a man invite me into the men's room. I walked into the wrong one accidentally in a new bar. Would you care to join me? <laughs> he goes, No, come on in. I was like, No, thanks. That's a weird invite, bro. <laughs> Said the spider to the fly. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, so beyond that, it hasn't really been a whole lot going on for me this week. I it's uh it's Valentine's if we need to 
you know, put capstones on this thing to make sure people know when this uh, is coming for me, out. It's and- just, you know, I, I feel like I'm really stepping up my game on my OnlyFans. RR Lush, if anyone's interested, Instagram, RR Lush1789. That's RR like Romeo, Romeo, Lush as in Luscious, R L U S H. And then on Twitter, RR Lush. Um, but I, I, my, content has been really improving and while you're while you're doing the show tonight you should make sure you reserve the patreon page make sure you've Mm -hmm. set that right now doing it right now and hopefully she'll get that with rr lush patreon.com slash rr lush we'll we'll find out here in a second (laughs) so (laughs) i mean we gotta we gotta do what we can to make money wherever we can because i I haven't been able to tap a vein in like a year. Like I miss being able to donate plasma. That was like quiet time where I could go and make easy fucking money. But it's, it's been one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to go there. I don't want to potentially put myself in harm's way to make a couple of bucks. It's just one of those. Did you go to the, the biomat up by the, that pizza hut? No, I th- that one won't let me donate there because apparently somebody registered under my name at some time. And what? They were, yeah, I don't know how that fucking happened, but that's crazy. Yeah, there's a uh, there's one right by the movie the movie theater that I go to, which is it's just fine by me. So it it doesn't oh, pay quite as much, but it's the the bio life in Layton. So oh okay, but everybody's like, what the fuck are these is. guys talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like for the longest time, I would uh, supplement income based on what I would do for uh like plasma donations and it wasn't like a i needed to it was just a man it's nice to have these extra bucks in my pocket that's all it really ever was so and i'm not afraid of needles or anything like that so it never really bothered me too much so yeah anyway that's weird uh let's see Uh, like i said it's valentine's day um it's we're still in the goddamn pandemic we haven't resolve that at all and we we have president trump that once again fucking managed to dodge being removed by the the senate you know being held accountable even though mitch mcconnell came out and said well dead to rights he would he did the thing like Uh but but because (laughs) i i held back on uh letting this come to the floor we're gonna just go ahead and acquit him of everything it's just cool guys i i don't know about great system i honestly thought this week about like i think it's time to look for an expat solution to being here but the problem is my wife won't leave this country and i i i'm kind of <laughs> i'm kind of tied to that whole thing so <sighs> it's kind of hard to leave it's it's just yeah, nobody's taking us either yeah I don't know. I, I've got friends in British Columbia that would have me. <laughs> I could go crash at Neil's place for a couple of weeks. <laughs> but the problem is I, I have a wife and children, and that's not something you can just easily just walk away from unless your name unless you're Mel, Nelson Muntz's dad. So <laughs> you're going to go get some uh, cigarettes and some coffee or something like that. Anyway. Uh, okay, so that's all we got for you guys for the intro here. We're going to go ahead and jump to our first little commercial break. And uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to be back with our first little segment. And let me let me go ahead and tease that for you. We're going to be talking about uh, Ali Alexander, who's the guy that we're going to be talking about. And he's uh, he's the guy that uh, was pretty much lead organizer for the Stop the Steal campaign. So he oh, uh, no, no, this uh, well, he disappeared for quite a while. Yeah. And now he's back. 
And uh, he's got some stuff to say, which makes me wonder, how has this man not been arrested yet? So uh, anyway, this is the Utah Outcast, and we will be right back with that segment. Uh, enjoy your little commercial break, and uh, we'll see you. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Luce. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. You know? just, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. Sir? What? Are we being too literal? No, you fool. We're following orders. We were told to comb the desert, so we're combing it. Found anything yet? Nothing yet, sir. How about you? Not a thing, sir! What about you guys? We ain't found shit! Oh boy, guys, we have uh, Ali Alexander, who uh, you might not- Okay, I got it. R.R. Lush on Patreon. Well, there you go. God damn it, you need to go subscribe right now. <laughs> I got it. Sorry, go on. No no additional numbers, you know. No. Nope, just R.R. Lush on Patreon. That's good, because anytime I see like anybody's Twitter, where it's like, John, any numbers, you know, <laughs> he, yeah, you have somebody where it's like, my name is Hank, any and like 18 numbers, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, that's a bot, yeah, that, that's a fucking robot, man. <laughs> so, Ali Alexander, the lead organizer of the so called Stop the Steal campaign, you guys, if anybody has seen him, he is the almost the resurrection of Sammy Davis Jr. He he looks so much like that guy. Uh, he has resurfaced after going into hiding following the June 6th insurrection in the U.S. Capitol. And boy, with Trump being uh, taken off the hook with that today on the 13th, I guarantee you he's going to come out and say a lot more shit. And that's pretty much what we have from this segment right here. Please do. The I, I'm I'm sure the uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the the attorney in Georgia is just thrilled for every additional thing he says. So streaming on Trovo, which I don't even know what Trovo is. It is like some, <laughs> I don't know something. Unless okay. it's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or Twitch, like I that tells me like you're having to scrape the goddamn barrel like even BitChute doesn't want your ass. <laughs> anyway, Trovo, on Wednesday night, Alexander claimed that while he has been licking his wounds, he has been plotting to restart rallies in March. But not only restart his wounds. 
Well, you know, when you have there, when you have he? a sore asshole, you know, it's kind of it, you have to really be a contortionist to be able to lick that wound. So, um, <laughs> he also wants to not only restart rallies in March, but quote abolish the media and build a separate society for Trump supporters. Um, what does that sound like? Um, That's fucking scary. Uh, you know. <laughs> Are they are they are they trying to secede? Is is that what they're going for? Can we can we get the the red part of the United States to get away from the Union so I could have impetus to move out of this goddamn state? Give <laughs> <laughs> them Florida or Texas. Any yeah, we can get rid of Florida. We don't need Florida. We can live without Florida. Yeah. I mean, although 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 Disney's it, private military would know, take over northern part of it, but um. Well, no, okay, never mind. Giving them Florida is a bad idea because that that would make that would make uh, commerce in and out of the Gulf uh, difficult. Oh yeah. Well, we'd still have. Louisiana. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have the balls to set up a Strait of Hormuz kind of shit where they're. You, that's way too much of a fucking open area for them to be able to like go between with Central America and and Florida. There's way too much. There's no way. Yeah, it, it's just. It would get, it could get weird. It could get weird. Give them <laughs> give them Oregon. There's yeah. nothing there. Well, give them no. Eastern Oregon, not not the well, cool part. Oregon's of Oregon's been doing a lot of anti fast shit. We need. I want to hang on to Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. Just make them all go there. <laughs> so this this article is a bit dated. It says as former President Donald Trump faces an impeachment trial this week, which he was exonerated from because. Yeah. He was acquitted, not exonerated. Well, I mean, yeah. not not guilty and, you know, not not going to eject the guy are the, are equivalent right now. <laughs> yeah. He has uh Alexander has yet to face charges for his role in the January 6th stuff. So, he rebooted the so-called Stop the Steal campaign the day after the after election day <laughs> when Go Trump's That's lead be- That's great. His lead began to slip as mail-in ballots began to be counted, which, boy, did nobody fucking tell Trump that that was going to happen? Did nobody on his side just, like, come out and you think he would know. You would think he would know, like, hey, all of these people that you're saying, like, don't mail-in ballot, they're going to mail-in ballot, and they're going to kick your ass because most of them are against you. Yeah. And, no. you know, that's only in part because you just told everybody not to do it. You know, if he would have had a strong response to COVID, he would probably have had many of the voters he needed in order to overcome some of the deficits that he had in certain counties. You know, if he didn't kill his own voters, he would have had the votes necessary to win the presidency. In if he had done election. anything, he would have been a shoe with <laughs> like it, Biden would have had a chance. Yeah. If he had just done anything at all about COVID. Oh, and won. so any any progressive that comes at me like, well, you need to support Biden. Fuck you, man. Fuck Biden. <laughs> like, I still think that he was the worst fucking candidate that you could have put up against anybody in in the entire run up. Like, Andrew Yang would have been a better fucking candidate than Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. But only, because, mean- only because I listened to the uncuts, the, the, uh, the live stream that we did a year ago. Mm-hmm. Bloomberg would have been a better pick than Biden. No, <laughs> no, I no. I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I, yeah, I'm, I'm hard, trolling. I'm trolling. Hard guys. disagree. <laughs> he would have given everybody a MacBook though. See, 
It, even mean, more reason about, to not like what him. What about what was what? What's her? What's her name? Uh, was uh, Tulsi? Gina Carano? Oh no, yeah, sorry, Tulsi no. Gabbard. Yeah. Wait, who again? No, I'm just kidding. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm t- Marianne Williamson. The, you know the. Didn't she just go on Rogan? Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, I'm sure she did. Nothing fucking surprises me anymore. God, really? I just. <laughs> there's. He's not. He, he, far from the top of the barrel. You know. We could have had Bernie. Hovering, hovering comfortably in the middle. There, there were far worse people that could have. That, that it could have been. So following the January 6th, the. Uh, incident that happened alexander was booted off of most major social media platforms and as a result yeah is now streaming on trovo which is a gaming platform sorry i got ahead of myself there that appears to be growing in popularity among far-right actors kicked off of other platforms ah lovely (laughs) wonder how long that's gonna last for him i can still broadcast on twitch and youtube It's it's not that goddamn hard, people. <laughs> you just have to not not be awful, not be yeah. awful, <laughs> not not break the terms of service by encouraging, you know, violence. you know, something like that. So anyway, on Wednesday night, Alexandra lamented the, quote, racist, bigoted, anti-Christian, anti-Southern, anti-Republican anti-conservative wow, there's not some uh hit, hit there, no, is there yeah there's no coded language there anti-conservative uh, anti-human smear machine anti-human that he, that he says targeted him and he promised to create chaos we've got to get back in the driver's seat he promised mm. and he says here's the next quote from him They've done a great number on my life. They've cost me tens of thousands of dollars. They've really destroyed parts of my life, but in a lot of ways, I've had no other choice but to announce that I'm building the future, so I'm making strategic investments in tools that fight deplatforming and create chaos on existing platforms. Wow, that seems legit. He thinks That's- he's the Joker. Sure, he, I'm sure he, he does. He thinks he's the I'm Joker. Sure, sure, he does. Uh, just you know, but unlike him, unlike him, mm-hmm. Joker's like gasoline's cheap, <laughs> right? Right, and you that know, the, the Joker also doesn't. Gasoline uh, is not cheap. Well, I mean, I guess relatively. I mean, speaking, conti- but, concerning you know, the amount of energy you get out per gallon, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good bargain. You know? It's, uh, but you know. One thing, one thing you would never see the Joker doing is uh, uh, advertising his plans before they're ready to go. Unless it was directly to the well, Batman, you know. The Joker right. famously doesn't have. Do I look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> Don't look like the kind of guy with a plan. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> it's so good. So he says next, he says, uh, America is going to have a choice, and I promise you that. Between going on to this dystopian future or fighting in what I'm calling the American sovereignty movement. (laughs) Oh, God. Wait. Isn't America sovereign? Well, yeah. Didn't we we do that like 200? Yeah, we we did. We did. We did. For fifty whatever years ago, yeah, because rich, I think we, I rich think we slaveholders, rich slaveholders didn't want to actually have to give up their slaves from what England was trying to 
make people do that were in the call. Uh, never mind. It's a whole thing. Uh, and he said, and I'm going to get back and I'm going to do rallies again starting in March. And I'm going to have indoor gatherings in March in Michigan, in Arizona, in Georgia, in Texas. And I'm going to do a media tour. Right. They're, they're, they're a death cult. Right. Death cult. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Christians always have been. So join us next week when uh, Utah Outcast becomes a right wing grifter show where we, you know, say that the, the election was stolen from Trump. I actually oh, please have- do. We can I, use the I, money. No, I, I'm going to do a video on Outcast X, and I haven't had the time to do it. I just need to be, go on Amazon, and I need to buy a clown makeup kit is what I want to do. <laughs> I want to buy a clown makeup kit where I slowly apply all the makeup needed, talking about Trump talking points. You know, you know the election was completely stolen from Donald Trump, right? He was winning the night of the election. And then finish it off with me putting the wig on and just saying. Got to make sure that you say BLM, Antifa, anarchist. Oh, I'm going to come. I'm going to come to everybody out there and be like, give me some lines to say while I'm putting on clown makeup. And there's going to be so many people that'll have something they want me to say. And I'm just going to finish it off with me putting the wig on and like looking dead into the camera and being like, Trump's still president. (laughs) <laughs> oh have you heard the QAnon thing that's gone around uh their, their new thing god yeah. which one i um the, no the, president the, the since 18 oh yeah something yeah, yeah. has been legitimate and trump will be taking power and being the night or 18th president 19th president something um, like that, march yeah. 6th i think yeah i've been getting a lot of these sovereign citizen QAnoners on uh-huh. outcast x because Cat Kerr still keeps making videos about how Trump is still president. <laughs> and so, and I'm like, this lady's bonkers. One. And everybody's like, no, she's a prophet. She hears from God directly. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is your problem? Super cool. Super duper cool. <laughs> like, I heard you, a good pivot. That have have you been, have been doing? Sorry, um, Roger. Sorry, Roger. Biden. Have Biden you been fucked been lately? The whole thing. <laughs> Biden's in on the whole thing. Biden's too. been in on the whole thing. He's helping Trump. So I don't even remember where they went with it. It was they. It was they think bananas. they think that there are gallows in front of the White House where they're doing mass executions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I saw that one too. But it's a it's a clear it's an obvious Photoshop from Yemen. <sighs> it's from fucking from? Yemen yeah, or something Yemen. like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear God, you guys. It's so bad. We cannot even agree on what reality is. We haven't been able to since 2016 when when fucking what's his name? uh, Spicy went in front of the camera and he's like, well, you have alternative facts. And I was just like, every single. uh, That was Conway. Conway. Conway, yeah. Spicy was, this was the largest attended inauguration in history ever, period. And everybody I mean, watching, every, everybody that was a fan of us back then was like, oh, no, <laughs> what is going on? But no, we're reactionary and we're just lefty. No, ex, we were not like, oh, no, what's going on? Because we were like, wow, Trump's a fascist <laughs> before then. And then we were like, mm-hmm. wow, this tracks. And then it's just been <laughs> escalating from there since then. And we're like, wow, this really seems like it was predictable. As I was looking through uh, apps that I could install on my Apple TV because I'm fucking bougie, um, I, I was looking up and one of the top rated apps, free apps that you can get for watching content was One America News. No, 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 oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Why? 
if you're getting your news for free, you're being sold a bill of goods, guys. You're not That's paying not for the your problem, news. Isn't it, though? Because <laughs> like there are a lot of people who can't afford to pay for news. Hi, I've been one of those people. Yeah. Well, no, I mean the <laughs> it's the the fun part about it is um news is available for free. It if, is if it you is do bro- an incognito it tab. <laughs> no, it is broadcast. <laughs> It is broadcast daily. Yeah, are you yeah, the free it's, airwaves? It's almost entirely FCC. filtered through Sinclair at this point. Almost yeah, entirely. Like, yeah. like, but that's like right. it's broadcast free, but like, am I working dur- during the, those hours? Am I? Uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's problematic. I'm just saying. I mean, it is it is free. I mean, Utah Outcast is free, but we're not fucking punctual when it comes to the news. No. You know. <laughs> No, uh, no. Oh God, there's so much more to this Ali Alexander thing. Let me, let me, l- l- at least get to the uh, the next part here, where he says that I've licked my wounds. I'm pissed off. I'm more pissed off than when I was the night the election. I created Stop the Steal. We win, they lose. To God be the glory. He said. Keep in mind, Ali Alexander goes by that name only because it's more palatable to the people that like him. Because it, that's not his real name. You know, it's a stage name because he has a Islamic sounding name and those guys would not oh, be happy no. for that. Yeah. And also he has a rap sheet, you know, keep in mind of that one as well. Oh, He's oh, yeah, surprised well, <laughs> these guys do though. That's what's crazy. Mm. Yeah. So ahead of the Capitol insurrection, Alexander embraced increasing, increasingly violent rhetoric, calling for revolution and rebellion. A short distance away from the White House the day before the insurrection, he said he, he, st- he started a victory or death chant at the Stop the Steal rally. Yeah, he did. Our government mm-hmm. is only our government if it's legitimate, he said at the rally. 1776 is always an option is another thing he said. So mm-hmm. after the violence at the Capitol... Alexander posted a sense to lead video of himself saying, I don't disavow this. I do not denounce this when the they raided the Capitol, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, really, really awesome human being that we have here. That's uh, it is magically uh, back into the world <laughs> of politics. You go right back. Now. You you just <laughs> charge back out into that world and, and go go ahead and, and make some more evidence for the grand jury. That's just fine. Well, he's calling uh, he's calling the the insurrection was a premeditated psyop, which anytime anybody calls anything a psyop, know that they're full of shit. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> there there are legitimate times that psyops happen, but most of the time <laughs> Yes. No, like we're talking COINTELPRO, right? We're talking like that was a real thing. That was a real thing yeah. during the civil rights movement, which was like sixty fucking years ago. Yeah, but like, there's no reason to think that like it couldn't happen again. I know, but in the in the modern parlance, anybody that's in the conservative world that calls something a psyop <laughs> know that they're full Isn't of shit. Funny guys. how conservative conservatives did the psyop, and now they're like, no, it's a psyop, fucking does. Because that's what we do. Because it's always projection. Because it's what they would do. It's what they would do. It's what they do. It's what they do. They accuse us of the things they do. Oh, here's another quote. Here's another quote from Alexander. I'm going to create a society and a community and a culture and a language for in brackets Trump Trump supporters, which 
fuck you because don't get to use multiple ands. You, you need to say something, comma, say something, comma, say something, comma, and the thing. You know, fuck you, dude. And there are tens of millions of us. Winning can just be 10 million people creating a new mega city, he said. Let's build our own city. Let's build, let's seriously build our own city. Let's build a backup city in South America, he said. Okay, you you go yeah, and do that. Po- politely expat the fuck out of the United States and go to South America. You know, no, no don't don't let him go to South. We've we've hurt South America enough. We've really hurt them <laughs> enough. Yeah, like well, I'm just saying, go to Brazil because Bolsonaro will have your ass. You know, <sighs> he needs shock troopers because. But then again. Most of the people that this guy's trying to incite to violence can't run a lap without being fucking winded. And I'm not fat shaming anybody. I'm just saying that most of the most of the meal team six and the gravy seals that this guy is fucking getting on his side are not combat ready. I'm just trying to say. No, they like to they like to LARP as combat ready. And there's nothing wrong with not being combat ready. A lot of people are not. Because you know what? I'm not expecting combat anytime soon. <laughs> I am actually like pretty well built for a lot of things. Um, not combat necessarily, but I'm like I'd make a really good street medic. I'm working on it. You're good um, for a psyop. <laughs> oh yes, I'm a psyop. Yeah, street medic psyop. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, I, I, like the thing You'd is, you'd be a hell of a honeypot. <laughs> yeah, I would. And um, they would. They would. Happy Valentine's Day, time. you two. <laughs> what? No, that's I'm very, that's rr Patreon dot com slash rr lush. Also, OnlyFans and Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> that's seventeen eighty nine on Instagram. Rr lush seventeen eighty nine, yeah. as in the French Revolution. God damn, it's not even my website, and I fucking know it now too. <laughs> Uh, no, but like, uh, th- there are some people who are built to certain things and there's some people who aren't, but on the right wing, they have this fetishization of combat and, 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 and masculine obsession with weapons and, and all this. And then like, so many of them are not good at that. They're, they're, they're not made for it. They're not, they're not built for that. And that's fine, but that's not the way their ideology works. So they like they 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 put on this like LARPing of battle ready and they're not they're just not nope. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got people out in wheelchairs in our front lines, so I don't want to tell you guys. Yeah, the Proud Boys got fucking decimated by the cops. Meanwhile, the people on the left was able were able to hold yeah. their fucking own. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and by the way, these they were bike cops. Not in riot gear, not electrified shields, <laughs> not. Uh, know. well, on the left, we have actual solidarity and we yeah. have divisions of labor, yeah. And we also got traffic cones and water it. bottles, so I mean, and we've been practicing this shit for 200 years. It's yeah, almost we, like we, we expect this whenever we show up. We, so. we look for ways to support each other, that's how you go out in these protests, and if you go out into a protest. And you are not looking out for your comrades, don't go. If you are looking to abandon, if you're not paying attention to the group you came with, the people you came with, don't go. You're not there in solidarity. Yeah. Well, and the uh, the whole idea of going out and protest is is a 
to take a defensive posture, mm-hmm. not a, an aggressive one. Right. So join us in our next meg- segment as I was going to say smegment. That doesn't work. Segment. Oh, oh no, it absolutely <laughs> works. Yeah, 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 absolutely works. We're going to start calling it that. The next segment we're going to have here is uh, we're going to take a little bit of a we're, we're going to do a little bit of mouthwash and we're going to wash out Ali Alexander. We're going to come back with the us talking about Dave Ramsey. If anybody knows who that guy he is, he's one of those uh, guys where it's like, I'm going to tell you what to invest in because I'm totally getting a kickback from this company to tell you to invest in my company. And he's going to be talking about the stimulus checks. So we're going to have that. And then we're going to jump into the C segment after that. And that's going to be uh, you're, you're not going to want to miss that one because that's going to be us talking about capitalism. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Oh, do we have a show for you guys? (laughs) So we're going to jump to our next break. And when we come right back, it'll be uh, that segment. So we'll see you then. And uh, we'll catch you in a second. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Don't you judge me. You're the selfish one. You're the one who charged his own brother for a Bluth frozen banana. I mean, it's one banana, Michael. What could it cost? Ten dollars? You've never actually set foot in a supermarket, have you? Well, we already know that Dave Ramsey is not exactly a Christ-like figure, as this article points out from the the uh, the Friendly Atheist blog. When it comes to running his faith-based financial ministry, good God, are those words that go together in twenty fucking eleven? Well, I mean, they 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 sure cram them together like they were. Whether or not they do belong together, they're just going to fucking make it happen anyway, right? It's like, yep. It's like chocolate and peanut butter, like Reese's peanut butter cups when we were, we were younger and they had those commercials. You got your chocolate and my peanut butter. Yeah. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate. No, we got your faith based financial ministry. Fucking hell, that hurts my mouth to say that. Um, but an interview with Fox News only confirmed that fact. Because he attempted to dismiss the need for people to receive stimulus checks during the pandemic or forgiveness on student loan debt, he says here in the following quote, well, I don't believe in a stimulus check. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck you. Of course you don't. Like, look, like the $600 doesn't like do a ton for me, but man, is is it a fucking breath of fresh air? God, is it nice to get that, you know? It's not one of those things where I'm going to live or die by it, but man, is it nice to get it? Unlike this guy where he's like $600. You can imagine imagine someone, there are people out there who that is the difference. That is the fucking thing needed to survive. And the fact that our government people that are about to be evicted from their homes, our government in the fucking year that we've been doing this whole goddamn thing has given out somebody help me with the numbers here. How much have they given out 600 one time? And, uh, 18. We're at 18. $1,800 for the entire fucking year of the pandemic because we're mm-hmm. approaching March. March. Yep. Pretty fucking quickly. So so uh, Dave Ramsey says, because of 600 or 1400 changes your life, you were pretty much screwed already. Yeah, we yeah. fucking know, dude. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, we know, hon. 
That's what we've been saying. Like, we need help. <laughs> this shit sucks. Way to get on the fucking train with us. Here's here's this next sentence, which is going to piss you off just as much. You've got other issues going on. <laughs> Bro, you don't even know. You have Let no me idea. <laughs> like, look, look, man. I have handful of stonks that I have I am invested in. Oh, <laughs> nice. No, I didn't buy fucking GameStop. I'm not stupid. I bought a I bought AMC like a fucking idiot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so here's the thing. I invested in Dogecoin and I made a couple of bucks off of that and I invested it into bullshit stonks, which I thought maybe might go up. They haven't. But the thing is, like, it's not going to change my mind one way or the other, whether they go up or not. I'm going to fucking diamond hands them until they make a couple of bucks. You know, it's not like I'm it's not like my my entire career is going biting my nails, worrying about what's going to happen with fucking AMC. It's a movie company when they fucking allow people back in the theaters full time and they have movies going on. I know it's going to go up because that's how stonks work, you know. But the funny thing is, it actually has nothing to do with the fact that people are actually going to the movies anymore. It has the fact to do with people are trading in it. But anyway, anyway, sorry. $1,400 fucking dollars. <laughs> You're pretty much screwed yep. already. He says, you've got other issues going on. You have a career problem. You have a debt problem. You oh. have a relationship problem. You have a mental health problem. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh wow. That is some just that that's, that's a lot of debt shit there, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's just let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead and project all the problems. Uh right. yeah, no. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Look, yeah. What, what just what's the common denominator? Money, fucking money, capitalism? yeah. Capitalism? <laughs> Is it oh, capitalism? that's that's coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, like I was saying, like I have some, I have some stocks. It doesn't make my day or whether or not I lose like five dollars on my AMC stocks that I have because I don't have that much. I don't have much of a position in this shit to begin with. But people like Dave Ramsey are like. Well, I made $300,000 today by inside trading some information that I had from this person on selling this stock or shorting this stock or buying that stock. Or you have people that are fucking like a portfolio managers that make your money for you. Yeah. Dave hasn't had to work a goddamn day in his life. Right. Yeah. For like yeah, the well, last there, 20 yeah. goddamn years, man. And the, I mean, the real, tr the real trick there is you have to start out with like a million dollars. You start with a million dollars in investments and small loan, yeah, a small loan of a yeah, million dollars. And you too can make $300,000 in a day because you invest a million dollars into something that goes up a dollar or one cent. Well, no, if it went up a dollar, you'd make a lot more than 300,000. But so to, you get to, my point. To, to jump ahead in the article that we have here, only because you brought it up, Kyle. It says, uh, don't buy into Ramsey's own claim that he knows what it's like to be poor because he's been bankrupt. Uh, the Daily Beast summarized this story quite well, where he said, Ramsey's story about going broke, meanwhile, is a tad different than the average American's experience, which typically revolves around a lost job, personal crisis, or medical emergency. After amassing a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio in the 80s, he found himself over leveraged as he acquired properties and couldn't sell them fast enough, eventually filing bankruptcy. Yeah. 
You know, the thing is, uh, he's not exactly a guy struggling to get by a minimum wage here. No, you know? no. But yeah, the, the thing is, uh, poor, poor people don't go through bankruptcy. So back to Dave Ramsey, he was uh, saying that uh, something else is going on if $600 changes your life. Oh, honey. Yeah, yeah like dude. you Capitalism. don't get paid enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. My teeth <laughs> are going to break from gritting them so hard. Just like Maybe uh, wages haven't risen with inflation for God. Uh, <laughs> 60 years. Are you right. a server that has not been able to fucking do their job because the fucking restaurant industry hasn't recovered? A person with a disability who is allowed to be paid less than minimum wage. God. I don't know. <laughs> Generational poverty seems to be a thing. And to, to cover his ass, he says, and that's not talking down to folks. I've been oh. bankrupt. I've been broke. No, yeah, this honey. Is, yeah, this no, is where we, you have yeah, this not is been broke. Yeah, you have not been broke. I've You've been, been bankrupt. Broke. Bankruptcy is reserved for rich fucks. Or or middle class people who <laughs> get sick. Hang on. My parents went through bankruptcy like in the early 90s. And I remember people coming to their house, my parents' house, and repossessing shit. You know? I remember that happening. It was like, hey, you know that video camera you like to uh, take videos with? Yeah, we're going to take that from you now. Uh, that's Jesus great. Christ. That's fucked. Yeah, it was pretty fucked, man. But then again, I wasn't really too sad about that because that's the same video camera that I took videos of uh, stuff on my uh, family's um, lo uh, farm area where when the video faded out and came back in, it was my parents pile driving each other. But, you know, that's yeah. neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. but, um, anyway, <laughs> he says, and I work All with right. people every day who are hurting. Fuck you as a financial advisor. No, you don't. You don't work with people that are hurting. You don't work with the people that 50 bucks is a fucking difference between life and death for them. You don't. Well, he works with people who are wondering how they buy their second Bentley. No. no. Should I get he the RS8 or the he S8? With, hmm. He works with people who are comfortable enough to take financial risks by soliciting advice from Dave Ramsey. Uh -huh. <laughs> I want people to be lifted up, he continues. But this is, again, it is just political rhetoric, and it's just throwing dollars out there. It's peeing on a forest fire, and it's absolutely ridiculous, Dave Ramsey says. You're right. It is peeing on a forest fire. Bring out the fire hose and drench the motherfucker. Exactly, the Kyle. Exactly. Money. Just start throwing money at people, everyone. Let's do a UBI. It doesn't matter. It's basically imaginary. It, it doesn't really exist. For anybody who thinks it does that our not really exist. Money is made remember, up. Start remember that time it. right at the beginning of COVID when the market started crashing? And the government suddenly came up with $2 trillion to just directly inject into the stock market. And it yeah. failed in like 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, about, how about the fact that the government was looking for solutions to paying down the debt that we have, the deficit, the, not, not even the deficit, sorry, the debt that we have yeah. in this country, where they said they were going to create trillion-dollar bills. Mm-hmm that they were going to trade to the Fed to have on storage 
where they were just going to print up like six individual trillion dollar bills to pay down the debt in this country. Yeah. To have it on hand at the uh-huh. Fed. Right. It's Remember all fucking debt? made up, guys. It has nothing right. to do with amount of platinum you have. It has nothing to do with the amount of gold that you have. It has nothing to do with the amount of fucking diamonds from Belgium that you have. It has yeah. nothing to do with any of the fucking real. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I would like all of the viewers of this show to look up modern monetary theory. <laughs> the idea of it being just print money and throw it at people. And if inflation starts to rise, tax print. the rich and pull it back out of circulation. That's the, the very basics of it. And there's no reason it wouldn't work. Well, when the, the whole yep. idea of UBI first started up, I was one of those people that wrongly thought that if you're going to give people a universal basic income, all you would have to do if you were a company was raise the amount that your shit costs in order to countermand the UBI that happened. But nope. not thinking that this is a actual closed fucking system, not an mm-hmm. open system, a closed system, that inflation doesn't work that way. You would actually have to have something at the top end where it would change things that that level. It wouldn't be at the low level. It would be at the high end level. So when it comes to, you know, if you had a UBI, tax the fucking rich, guys. It, yeah. It's very fucking simple. <laughs> it's tax really easy. Tax the rich. We can just do this. <laughs> We can do so much. We can actually bring down the cost of items, the cost of everything down if we tax the rich. We can actually reduce inflation. You see, inflation is not just like some arbitrary thing that just must go up. No, in prices in America are artificially high for everything. We can actually just bring everything down. And your dollar menu does not count as proof that things are cheap here. Uh, no, we can actually just bring the price of everything down. That barely down. counts as food. It barely counts as food. That food costs just pennies to produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a big thing when McDonald's started selling literally any size of drink for a dollar. The part that they would always leave out of those stories is that it costs like three cents a gallon to produce Coca Cola and Sprite and shit like that. Yeah, and they're charging you a dollar for a little 12 ounce cup of it and that's supposed to be like them being generous well here's the thing for a visual representation this is your coke that you have like 32 ounce cup that you have here Mm -hmm. you know how much coke syrup goes into that about this much just uh, this little quarter size amount to make that sweetened drink that you happen to love to uh, enjoy uh Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm with you on that one so Let's see. In 2013, uh, critics pointed out that in uh, Ramsey was uh, out of touch with America's poor, and yeah. that really shouldn't be a surprise yeah. to anyone because oh, yeah. he's he's never been in touch with them. And several years ago, he even published an article on his website suggesting that poor people needed to the ed- needed to adopt the habits of rich people. How? If they wanted to join the latter group, never acknowledging that many of those habits were the result of having money in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Right. It's really, really simple. If poor people just put a thousand dollars a week into a high yield savings account, they would be fine. Is uh, that why? all it takes? Why? Why do they not why do that? Why haven't I just... been doing that? Right. Trade, trade in, trade in the brand new car. For a used one. 
it's it's simple. Never mind the fact that you have to pay for maintenance, tires, brakes, gas, you know, all of these other things that come with the used vehicle that are not figured into the price of it. Exactly. (laughs) It's just, I mean, only take one vacation a year. Wait, wait. Wait, you get one a year? What's a fucking vacation? You get one? I haven't had a vacation for, uh, you know. Consider, Wait, but then consider, again, then again, yeah. guys, hang on. All four of us have a very, very fucking different idea of what a vacation is. You know, <laughs> Kyle, yours is roughing it in Yellowstone, or you know, going yeah. out east and you know, slumming it in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, uh, Felicia Jersey and Roger, as, as everyone says it is. What's your guys' idea of vacationing? <laughs> not going to work for a couple of days. <laughs> um. I was a temp for over a year. So a vacation to me, um, I, I don't have a concept of anymore. Yeah. Okay. So w- at the best point in my life, a vacation was crashing on a friend's couch. For me, it's going to St. George or Las Vegas, where my mother-in-law is paying for the goddamn trip. You know, it's not coming out of my not coming out of my fucking paycheck, you know? Yeah, no, I have friends in Vegas I could go stay with. I actually right. have, like, friends I could go stay with. Yeah. The last vacation I remember taking was when I still was living in Seattle. And I took um, a couple of days off for Christmas, which the, the holidays that we were given at the job that I worked, we got Christmas Eve and Christmas, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day off. And there were were always two weekends that fell in between that. So I could get, if I used three days of leave, um, I would get 11 to 12 days off. (laughs) Yeah. And I would use it to come back to Utah to see people that I knew and loved and just get drunk for like two solid weeks. I'm I'm sensing a theme here where... Mm -hmm. Alcohol is involved in every one of these. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a way to escape how shitty capitalism is. Right, yeah. because none of us are going to fucking foreign countries. None of us are going on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yacht trips to the fucking Caribbean or anything like that. Yeah, no. none of that's happening because guess what? None of us are fucking rich, you know. We none may be on us. different spectrums of, you know, who's making what level of income here or there. But the fact is, like, even upper middle class uh, as opposed to lower middle, cr- middle class, if, you, if even that... None of us are at the level that Dave Ramsey is when he comes when he talks about taking vacation. Right. Dave Ramsey at his poorest is ten times as rich as I've ever been. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that Sounds would rent right, a goddamn yeah. villa in fucking <laughs> in Italy and you're like, ah, I'm staying here for a month because that's what I want to do. God damn it, man. <laughs> So coming up in our... No, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to hear these guys talk about, like... Ah, you just need to tighten your belt a little bit there. If you have 600, then you're already... Yeah, avocado toast. Yeah, I fucking know. (laughs) How how much do you think I'm fucked? And how much do you think it's my fucking fault? Because it's not. Like, to sit here and hear people talk about how uh, you need to become an expert in your field... You need to become irreplaceable. And then to say that if that's somehow like a window to a livable wage, because guess what? I it's am not. an expert in my field. Yeah. And I 
am very good. And I am, I, I am so remarkably employable and I have struggled to find a job and I, it, 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 it's, 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 it's insulting. So you're going to love it even more when we get back from this next break, because we're going to be talking about the top 10 reasons that capitalism is awesome. Let's <laughs> do this. I'm ready for this one. I've been living for and this I'll one. Wait. Oh, and I, I've got a little bit of a lead into this one because I can't fucking believe what happened to me when I went to go search for this. So, guys, we'll catch you after this next little commercial break and we'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcasts. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. You said it yourself, Robin. Money represents credit. So money could be anything. I choose bees. But bees are not an agreed-upon currency. No one is going to pay you in bees. I'd like a slice, but all I've got is a queen bee. Here's your pizza, and here's your change. Two bumblebees. Hey, didn't I give you a queen? My bad. I owe you a wasp. Mm, ouch. Mm, ow, ow. Mm. This is ridiculous. I'm not using bees as currency. Sounds like someone needs to learn to respect money. The bee money. Ow! I only respect paper money. We'll see where that gets you. Ouch. Okay, and we're back, and man, I I planned for this one this week because I let me let me give you guys a little bit of a heads up when it when it comes to what happened in me searching for this topic. And this is gonna seem weird to a lot of people out there. And hopefully it's weird to everybody else that might be somebody who's a connoisseur of the internet. I need to talk about how accurate profiles are getting when it comes to knowing what I want to search for. Yeah. I'm I'm not fucking with you. Like this is something no, I get it. This is something that happened. I was looking for top ten blank. You know, it was one of those things where I'm like, I, I started typing in Google top ten space, and then I'm like, what's it gonna show up with? And I was like, you know. Uh, religion this, religion that mm-hmm. could be something else. And then I started typing in, uh, let's see, top 10 reasons. And then it auto filled with something that I had in my brain. It wasn't communicated vocally. It wasn't said to my spouse. It wasn't said to my kids. Oh, no. It wasn't said to anybody else. But number four on the top on the top searchings that came up for this was top 10 reasons capitalism is morally superior. 
Let's oh do God, it. morally superior. Oh the Jesus, got you. And like I was like top ten reasons capitalism blank is what I was going to go for. Anything that showed up for that, I was going to pick this this article. But how fucking weird is it to me that the algorithm knows me good enough, knows me well enough that I start searching for top ten reasons why blank, and it came up with capitalism. How fucking weird is it that I, I I had the idea where I'm like, oh, that'd be funny. I could do that well, on the not, show. Yeah, but not just not just capitalism, but also moral superiority. That's yeah. just that's, God. It's weird, a, man. It feels propagandist, doesn't it's it? It's a two for it's a two for one. It's man. It threw me for a goddamn loop. And so this article, it, it came from like 2015. So you, you, I'm not going to ask for forgiveness because it's capitalism. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but this comes from a website called contractingbusiness.com, which is. Of course it, it does. It's a fucking dubious <laughs> source to begin with. But <laughs> it says here, um, as the owner of a contracting business, I, I'm definitely not. Uh, do you feel you're under attack? You should. You are. Capitalism and the free enterprise system are under the most relentless assault seen in the post-war relentless. era. So relentless. We are the it's, victims, aren't we? It is. It is and absolutely right. I, I have been a contractor in the sense that they're talking about here. Like, I was a government contractor for a number of years, you know. Yeah. Same. Same. And so it says, as a contractor, you operate within the capitalist system, but they may not feel the comfort defending it. Uh, here are 10 reasons why capitalism is morally superior to socialism. Okay. Of course. Or statism. Statism. Okay. I.e. power and decisions are vested in the state and government, and that's the only two options they give the either or that you get mm -hmm. on that one. So. All right. So sure, sure. I, I, I'm looking forward to their their response to socialism. <laughs> so let's right. go ahead and let's go ahead and give number one. Number All one, right. uh, uh, these are probably rated ten to one. I don't know. I haven't looked at this whole list because I was freaked out by the fact that it said, "Hey, you might like this one." I'm like, "Fuck you, God! How do you know what I'm thinking? Fuck you, Google, God." Uh, number one, capitalism promotes freedom. <laughs> Does it though? Hang on. Let me let, let me at least get through the description here before we 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 dissect this whole thing. Okay. The most basic freedom is the freedom to make choices. Is it? I I I disagree um, with that. One, but I mean, just a, a, just just philosophizing. Like, is that the most basic freedom? Like choices. I mean, I mean, the most basic freedom to me would be able to be going a. <gasps> With my next breath, you know that's that's my basic well, freedom. Well, you know, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if yeah, that's necessary. I, I I would disagree with your it's, assessment it's, of freedom as well. But you know that it's just that is. Uh, like, I'm what, gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm just gonna go ahead and call a foul because yeah, like, that is far too pedantic an argument. Yeah, like what? It, the what the freedom to make choices. Oh, wait till we get to the next the the next right. point here. It says capitalism promotes choice. It promotes the ability of people to decide what they want to buy, which is the, oh, the key there. Oh, how what they want to buy, how much they want to buy, where they want to live, and where they want to work, and so on. With statism, choices are limited. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. So, oh, so, so our choices are unlimited. Our choices are currently unlimited. Got it. 
Got it. Okay, so uh, that's news to me. It, false dichotomy, first of all. Uh, absolutely. We got yes. them where you are forced to work in whatever. I don't know what they mean by statism. They haven't defined it. Yeah. Um, so I assume what they're deciding is um, some straw man version of Stalinistic Russia where everyone has a job so and they assign you a job. With them, statism means the government decides, for example, what kind of light bulb is available, how much water a toilet can use. You know, both of those that's things under capitalism what? exist right now. You know, that's not yeah, those those things exist under capitalism, but that's not statism, and also that's not necessarily choice because mm-hmm. choice should, would be uh, like it if we were talking about toilet bowls. I guess <sighs> okay. It's usually I'm, 1. I'm having 6 so many gallons problems per with like a reductive. <laughs> they're doing a reductive essence of choice like how much water your toilet bowl can use like what am i choosing from am i choosing from ones that are uh, efficient and use less water do i live in a drought ridden area where uh less water but more efficiency is necessary what what does what does water to your toilet bowl have to do with choice how much what per flush is returned to the system that where the water comes from, you know? See, and then we're also faced with another kind of choice where it's a choice between two identical razor blades or toothbrushes or, uh, I don't know, shirts that cost the various amounts of money, but they are the exact same thing. So perfect what, example of this, you, you have Gillette and you have what other competitor might exist out there and then you have my third choice which is dollar shave club you know the 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 one that i currently use because it's the goddamn cheapest you know and it's the same exact five razor blade fucking shave system that i have no matter what choice i may have but it still does the same goddamn thing that the other two do what what is this freedom of choice? Choice between the same kinds of toothbrush, the same like fifty variations of the exact same kind of toothbrush. That is an illusion of choice. I am not getting to make a choice here. I am given a variation on color and aesthetic and whatever marketing exists. It's so, not a real choice. So Felicia, now, if, you, if you had a choice between choice, if you had a choice between Contadina tomato sauce, Hunts tomato sauce or store brand generic brand a tomato sauce what you gonna go with <laughs> See, like that's the thing is like under capitalism they say that, that we we give uh, i'm sure they're gonna come up innovation but the thing is that under capitalism it, what it, i'm given is this fault sense of choice guys it's the same product produced by the same goddamn factory with different labels There's- attached to it that's all it is it's it's nonsense. <laughs> um, whereas what I want is a choice between solidarity and not solidarity. I want a choice between uh, labor. I, I want a choice between um, ethically sourced and non-ethically sourced, which I don't have. Hell, I would just like a choice between actual efficiency, a- a- efficacy real efficacy and i don't have that like is this toothbrush 
poorly made or well made. I don't know how to choose. What is the source because, of the silicone used to make this thing? You know, because it's all it, it's all hidden. So the removal so. of simple choices reduces freedom. The article says here the removal of all choices is slavery. I don't, that's not that's what slavery, not what slavery is. is. That is not, not what <laughs> the direction of statism is towards slavery. He says, "No, it, that's okay." No, we're it's not, not. I'm in between capitalism and statism. So I'm gonna because capitalism is not itself exclusive from state control. There's so much. In more. fact, capitalism is highly involved in state control and what regulations exist and so which ones don't. This guy finishes off saying capitalism is morally superior. So point number two. Capitalism promotes cooperation. <laughs> oh, well, the point of capitalism is competition. It's to drive other fuckers out of business. It's not cooperation. It's owning no the goddamn market. In capitalism. <laughs> That's the whole point. Is you specifically do not cooperate in capitalism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly that. It, it, the whole point of capitalism is competition. That competition will. Uh, through the trial of fire, reveal the greatest competitor. But uh, cooperation itself is uh, is collaborative. It is a a situation in which we decide through the best ways to achieve a means. Where capitalism itself fetishizes ca- core uh, competition, like like that's that, 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 that one's big thing. It's like, they, they claim that competition itself will reveal the greatest outcomes, whereas I don't think that statement has been proven true. So go ahead. Oh, go ahead. man, there's, there's like five paragraphs of this uh, mythological uh, this, this air is... conditioning system that you need to get installed in your house and calling contractors. And I, I'm not going to go through that? the whole thing. I, I'm not going through this no, because no, it's it stupid. Is. So this is I just just want to make sure I'm I'm tracking here. Uh, this is this is really just like a top 10 capitalist yeah, I think gaslight it's, I yeah think it's right? and that okay i just article i needed a, i needed a c segment that would be funny and would piss uh-huh. felicia off so therefore that's what we have this week okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's a list it's a list of it's a list of capitalism gaslights okay yeah, and we needed a top people like lists yeah. man people love lists i think it's funny that this article is already like <laughs> Uh, collaboration is actually really good. And I agree, collaboration is actually phenomenal. Uh, when we collaborate, we actually uh, do weed out the bad ideas to the good ideas. We actually do, through collaboration, come up with better ideas than we would on our oh, own. Oh, God. Like, that's- Kyle, Felicia, how many times have I ran an idea past you two where you're like, no, hun, no. no. <laughs> we, but we do the same thing. Like, yeah. we. <laughs> We we connect, we collaborate, we mm-hmm. like that's, that's, off each other. That's not good for the brand. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't have Matt Powell on. No, we don't need to have fucking that. Yeah, collaboration know. actually is very useful. Uh, the thing sure. is, capitalism is actually quite alienating yep. and actually antithetical <laughs> to coordination. I'm going to hold you to those words because point number three: capitalism is more optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it certainly let, likes optimistic propaganda. Hey, done it. Capitalists show your work. Capitalists, your work. <laughs> capitalists live in a world of opportunity. 
They constantly uh, survey the landscape, looking for possibilities to gain, to build. They certainly yes. do. No, no, I, I'll agree with this. Yes, the capitalists do. But how many of us are actually capitalists? Statists. Uh, how um, many people literally have capital? And what I love is that, like, everything that they bring up is just bringing up this fucking straw man of statism. You know, yeah, there's there's capitalism and statism as if those are the only two options. But like, there's so many uh, more there. There's so there's syndicalism, there's anarchism, there's socialism. There's so many other economic models besides capitalism. There's statism, <laughs> which, you know, uh, we like most of us on the left would call state capitalism. Let's see. Statists, on the other hand, focus on scarcity. They see a world of no, 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 no. I have a capitalism doesn't focus on scarcity. Capitalism creates scarcity. Supply and demand, fucking assholes. God, the whole reason that diamonds are so the reason that diamonds are so expensive is because you have a fucking chokehold on the market. Artificial scarcity. Artificial scarcity is a real thing. Like housing prices. Housing prices are an artificial scarcity. There are more empty homes than there are homeless individuals in the United States. Individuals. That includes men, women, children, and non-binary people. All of them. All of them. And non-binary children as well. All of them. We could just put every single one of them, families included, each in their own home. And have more empty homes, way more. What the? See, what the? So, so that's just horseshit. What? Scarcity is an aspect of capitalism. Artificial scarcity you, is capitalism doesn't work aspect. without scarcity. <laughs> what the statists overlook is the unlimited power of human ingenuity. <laughs> really? Excuse me, honey. The first of all, I'm sorry um, that hasn't paid my fucking bills once in my life. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm an anarchist. I'm a goddamn anarchist. I don't care about the state. In fact, I think states, as they exist, should be abolished. I don't think borders should exist. I don't think that like 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 states ex- like should be the thing. I think that sure we should need administrative bodies and that we should need organizing bodies within human society because i don't understand how we could exist without them but a state itself is a power construct so so to sit here and tell me that it's capitalism versus statism is a fucking lie as if there is there is only the choice between a free market whatever the fuck that means and means unregulated for rich people to fucking fleece market you see they're still assuming certain concepts like money and scarcity and like the thing is like we can feed everyone on the planet right now we actually have the room to how we have every ability at this current moment, to house and feed everybody on this planet, house and feed every single fucking person. Poverty could be ended right the fuck now. Scarcity is already something we could end. It is a thing we could do. Scarcity is something artificially created 
in order to create competition, in order to create a consumer market. In order to make profits off of people. Statism versus capitalism, as if those are the opposing ideas. As if capitalism could not work within statism, as if capitalism is somehow separate from the fucking state. It's not. Capitalism and the state coordinate themselves. They coordinate themselves within this hierarchical thing. I'm pissed off. We're three deep. (laughs) We're three deep. So next one is kind of a Only throwaway. Seven to go. Well, we 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 forgot to we forgot to point out the fact that capitalism, uh, in fact, stifles innovation instead of encouraging it. No, 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 it no, exploits no, no. it. Hang it on, exploits it. The next we haven't got to innovation. We haven't, we haven't got to innovation yet. The next oh, one. Oh yeah, we did. Says we just did. Capitalism no. believes in people is point four on this one. Oh, does it? The capitalist believes that people can make their own best decisions. If they have the money to pay for it. And w- what, what people and can make their own best decisions if they have access <laughs> to the capital in order to. And if pay- someone richer than them gives them. Now, see, this is where options. I get to the worker owns the means of their production. See, um, now the workers can actually make really good decisions for their own business. There are two forms of uh, two major forms of worker owned businesses in our modern system. See, there is the anarchist model and then there is the uh, Stalinist. I hate to, I don't mean to be shitty, but that's the, that's the model. So the Stalinist model is that the workers vote for they're all equal owners and they vote for their managers so they they elect managers to run the department now i personally am a big fan of the anarchist model i know wild since i'm an anarchist um the anarchist model is there is no managers but rather that every aspect of the business is democratically controlled and that you take turns controlling different parts and you may have mentors and mentorees, but no one actually has controlling interest over any aspect of the business. Now, this is going to get really complicated, but the thing so, is... So what I'm hearing from this whole thing here, Felicia, is this. I'm a cunt! <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that the workers can control their own means of production. Anyone oh, no, but, is- but point number five, capitalism promotes equality. <laughs> What fucking way? No. It's inherently hypocritical. How do you even try to claim that? What the fuck? Oh no! Please explain. Please explain. So this let, let me read the first two paragraphs without interruption here. So, in, mm-hmm. income inequality is the cry of the statist. Equality of opportunity is the anthem of capitalism. Oh, people, oh, people will oh, never be wholly equal. Because of my four-inch vertical leap, I'll never be able to dunk a basketball. In a oh, in a is. basketball game against Michael Jordan, I will lose ten times out of ten. Oh, Even if I practice ten. hard and improve my game significantly, I will never be able to out- overcome Jordan's inherent athletic uh, gifts. Next paragraph. The capitalist would point out that my attempt to compete resulted in improvements in my basketball skills and ability. Jordan may still pound me into dust, but the overall game between us is improved. I am better off as a result of my effort. The no, statist you are not. takes a different view. 
Oh boy, let's hear the status. Oh, the Jordan's basketball superiority is unfair. Therefore, he must be handicapped in some way. He must be forced to give me credit for some of the baskets he scores. You know what? If you're playing a game of 21 against Jordan, if he spots you 10 points, I I don't know. That's kind of fair because he's no, Michael fucking Jordan. A, yeah, if you're playing again, if you're playing if you're playing against Jordan, uh him spotting you 20 points would be fair. <laughs> I mean, oh. you only have to come off of so, like one like two-pointer range. <laughs> real quick, what is the preferred sports of capitalists? Like it's well known across the world. Everyone with money loves to play golf. Oh, I was going to go highlight, but no, I guess that doesn't count. God damn it. Polo. No. Um, no. It's lacrosse? Golf. It's lacrosse. definitely golf. No, it's golf, right? <laughs> golf literally has a handicap built in. Like, no, fuck. It's dumb John. <laughs> Darbog played dumb John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, hang right. on. No, it's hang on. Let's move on to number six because this is silly. Wait, what? Let, no, <laughs> it does not promote equality. <laughs> it doesn't promote equality. I want to explain why it doesn't promote equality. May, may, no, may, no may. My, by all means, go ahead, Felicia. <laughs> all right. Okay. So capitalism itself is an inherently hierarchical system. In other words, when somebody maintain like get, gets a place of hierarchy, they are seen as a person in a position of power over those underneath them. See, in non-hierarchical systems, what we would say is somebody is particularly gifted in say basketball and they could teach others to be good at other ways in basketball but their value their their value is no more inherent to their worth than anyone else now in capitalism what we do is we go if you can create more profit you are more valuable whereas people who are doing basic work uh, basic work like uh, food day to day stuff, or, yeah. yeah, like the things that are necessary for us, our society to survive. Oil changes, they are, tire they are undervalued. Yeah. Whereas people who uh, do things like surgery and uh, research and art are either low to valued to minim- minimally value- valued, like. Um, Surgeons don't actually make that much money compared to, say, uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos doesn't create anything himself. He does not do any of the labor himself. What he does is he makes other people do the labor and then he takes the profit that they generate. See, what capitalism does is it does not promote equality. It does not give you a meritocracy. What it does is those who own the capital steal the profit from the work other people do. I recently learned that everyone in my department was making $37 an hour in revenue. $37 an hour in revenue. Do you want to know what the best of us makes? Not even fucking close to that. Not even fucking close to that. And I'm pretty sure it's me <laughs> who makes the so, closest to that. So in other and words, you have you have close. you have your management going and saying the following. Uh, it's a female. So it's just 
It's just fascinating to me that he sits there and he says that it promotes equality and then it promotes fairness. But the thing is that capitalism creates a competition for profits to be siphoned to those who are not doing the work. That's actually what it is. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to scrape over the next two only because they it doesn't matter as much as number seven that we have in this list here. Uh, let's see. We have. I'm sorry. Let's see. We have capitalism promotes emulation. Don't fucking care. Emulation. Everybody wants to copy each other that has a good idea, you know, for making money. So that's not innovation. Though. But I thought capitalism promoted innovation. You can't both promote innovation and emul- emulation. Right. Exactly. So number seven is winners under capitalism deliver value. Whatever. Uh, number eight, uh-huh. capitalism results in better outcomes, it says here. Oh, really? here we go. That's, that's why I really? moved on to this one. So. <laughs> capitalism creates better outcomes, does it? Now, capitalism is actually quite good at generating wealth. The thing is that the wealth, where the wealth goes is... Is it for everyone? Felicia, is it for everyone? No, it's not. It's actually just a little bitty bitty part of the uh, population. Do you guys know what it is for everybody? VD. VD is for everybody. You know. Well, yeah. Sorry. Like, we're all getting, like, herp. I got the herp. Everybody got the herp. I got the herp. The economic herp? I don't have the economic herp. What's the economic herp? I don't have the cold source or anything, but, you know. I have had cold sores. I have had the canker in the mouth. I get the cold sores. That fucking raw spot that happens inside your lips. That that shit hurts, man. Roger gets the cold sores. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. Anyway, any everyone has herpes <laughs> on some level. Sorry, guys. I don't know how to break it to you. If you're listening to this, there's a ninety. Guess what? Hand. You got herpes. You got the herp. Did you ever kiss All anybody else? You got herpes. Did you ever put your, your fingers in your mouth? Do. You got herpes. Mm. My kitty cat actually doesn't have herp. 92% of cats have herp. Not mine. I mean, that's fine. You can lick your own asshole for years on end, but you know. He's really doing that right now. I'm looking at him <laughs> licking his own asshole. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what how much point? we value this fucking article. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a point here. I swear, I've been making good points. Have no, I been you rambling? Ha- no, no, no. Oh, you've, been you, you've been great, but it's you're just. I I feel kind of bad for the article. <laughs> Wait, what was the point? Because we got to talking about herpes and like I have. So capitalism SCD results too? in better outcomes, and it says that the smartest guy in the room is not oh. smarter than the collected intelligence of everyone else in the room. Markets are always smarter than government oh. planners. I don't agree. In the free market, millions of individual decisions are made, which result in more optimum outcome, I hate that word, uh, than the smartest guy in the country planning for everyone. That is why socialist countries tend to be economic basket cases. You know, except for China, Vietnam, you know, where... Okay, first of all, um, I am not a fan of China. Like, um, I would call China a state capitalism. That's why I go I'm to Vietnam. I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh, China is not. China isn't. China isn't socialism. I don't know how to explain this to people. If they have a it's stock not. market, 
That's not socialism. Socialism yeah. is uh, the workers only means of production in a society organized around human benefit rather than profit. China is very much a society organized around profit, and it's usually done through the state. That's state capitalism. That's not like not a unique idea. There's not statism. I don't know what he means by statism. <laughs> no, he has it's, defined it's a nonsense it. thing. Yeah. Um, I, however, am an anarchist, so I don't like the idea of states um, as they are. I don't know what a st- I, I don't know what he means by a state. I don't know what was statism to him. I don't know what he means. What I mean is this chair is broken. Um, <laughs> okay. Should I, I should I move on to nine? Or, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it does not encourage. Uh, because it, it, the next it, it, two are fucking okay, fine, just, just fucking whatever. I'll just hold off. Okay, number nine. Uh, capitalism is consistent with the human condition. Are <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I need. I need a paragraph or two on this one. What In, the hell does that mean? Incentives matter. If a full commissioned salesperson is put on salary, what happens to his performance? It declines, of course. Tell no, anyone that's not that is not true. Tell anyone not he even will close to true. Tell anyone he will make the same amount of money no matter how hard he works, and most will not work very hard. This is human nature. No, that's the fucking programming <laughs> telling you that that's actually not true at all. <laughs> In fact, they found that like commission actually like disincentivizes. Uh, it teaches people to shortcut the goddamn system. Yeah, it's it teaches not. people to lie, cheat, and steal their way to get the fucking sales, you know? And then also, like, okay, first of all, we made money up. We made it up. We made it up. Um, I'm also an incredible salesperson, and I don't get paid commission on the cheese sales. Uh, but I sell it because, like... It's because you want people just, to enjoy fucking cheese! I, I love so, my product. So, the most one of the most profitable and largest uh, companies in the world is mcdonald's right like it's just it's just enormous so obviously all of the people doing the selling at mcdonald's are paid on commission right no go, no you, they just you go through the drive-thru like, and, and and they're all paid on commission right like, yeah they don't push right, sell at the goddamn get, menu no, you know <laughs> they're not they're not hmm interesting and i can't tell you how many times i've been to mcdonald's where if I'm sober, nothing there tastes fucking amazing. You know, you have to be some sort of drunk before the French fries and the milkshakes actually taste good. Um, excuse me, sir, but I would like to say that a uh, hot and spicy meat chicken is delicious all of the time. I agree. This is true. <laughs> Fuck all three. <laughs> it is known. Let's move on to number 10 so we can get this fucking thing wrapped up. Number 10. Okay. Capitalism. I feel like hardly... You haven't scratched the surface. There's too much here, Felicia, and that's one of those things where you are okay. But can I can I can I talk about can I talk about the workers owning the the means of their own production for just a second, please? Can I read this and then you can jump into that? So, capitalism protects the planet. That's number (laughs) ten. Not only did she stress the limits of her own microphone. But also mine, 30 feet away. Oh, man. 
I'm really sorry about that one. <laughs> that one made me real mad. <laughs> because this list is bullshit. <laughs> I found it. Well, yeah. Google mind read me to fucking bring up this article, but like there are asshole there are asshole idiots out there that are like reading Ayn Rand. They're like, yeah, this a article makes a fucking a sense. Hundred, a hundred companies are responsible for eighty percent of our emissions, or fifty. I don't remember which one it is. There's, it's a big number. It, it's too it's, much. And to sit here and say that capitalism is somehow environmentalism <laughs> is uh, nonsense because um, capitalism specifically hid climate change research. Since the 70s. 30 years. 30, 30 years they did that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they they have consistently undermined every advancement. There is <laughs> they are they're undermining any sort of progressive effort that would move us away from fossil fuels. Capitalism itself, you see, it, it restricts power to those who have capital those who have access to currency and resources and those people who have resources are the ones who control how we approach things and they have known about climate change for decades they've known about it for decades and they hit it and i am supposed to sit here and hear that capitalism itself Protects the is planet. the response <laughs> to climate change? Capitalists believe in private property and property rights, which is better for the environment. The tragedy of the commons uh, explains how public ownership is worse than privatization. Uh, <laughs> Individuals have an incentive to look after their property. No one has an incentive to take care of, quote, the commons, yet... We we do. We live in the commons. We live in the commons. We are the we are the commons. We have the incentive to take care of it because we live in it. The, okay. Hey, have you ever been on a walk and just picked up random garbage just to make? No, no I specifically no. throw more garbage on the ground. <laughs> I, I go for runs quite often in my neighborhood, and I will pick up random shit that's just laying around to throw it in a, a proper rubbish bin because, I, I don't know, because I want my neighborhood to look fucking you know, the thing nice, is that when we you do know? we things democratically, like, <laughs> there's no money fucking tied to what I do, you know? <laughs> if their profit is not the key to human well-being, profit is... Uh, uh, it's a nonsense thing. It's 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 a term for power. It's a term for power. Profit is just isolating power to the few. We don't have to so. organize society based on profit. We can organize society based on human need, human flourishing. You see, and uh, th there's something that is necessary to human flourishing and that would be an environment a planet to exist on 
Oh, Felicia, just just wait. I have I have one last one because we need to wrap this up because we're we've gone almost forty minutes into this. And no, it's fine. I'm it's fine. ridiculous. So the question is, what about the poor? What about yes, the what poor? About How can poor exist? The- why is there poverty at all? Not even the most libertarian capitalists will argue with the need to help others. No, fuck you, they will. They, I've, I've heard it yes, myself. They, no, they literally do. That is, that is pretty much all they do. They do object. Okay. They do object to government taking the individual's money by force, as certain as any armed robber, and redistributing it in ways the individual does not like. This does not mean we abandon the poor. It oh, just, no, does it uh, not? It just means we must recognize that redistribution of income is immoral, not moral. Where'd that income come from, hon? Oh, I don't know. Ripping off every fucking laborer <laughs> to the point where... <laughs> I'm holding up a fist there. So, uh, it's worth noting that before the government created the welfare state, fuck you, man. The poor were taken care of through mutual aid societies. Oh, don't you dare use our term. Don't you dare use our term. These were collections of people. Mutual. Okay, hold on. No, 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 no. Mutual <laughs> aid is a specific anarchistic term. It is a term that is uh, oppositional to capitalistic structures mutual aid is the idea that the black panther set up where we set up economic systems that are not based on currency or monetary transfer but rather like rather uh, a transfer of goods and services based on need so what we do is we go oh okay so this person i i have i have too much milk and this person needs milk and then i trade nothing and i give them milk but oh look my car needs to be worked on, and this person can work on my car. That's it's, it's essentially a gift economy. Don't you come in and sit here and say that mutual aid is your benefit to capitalism because it's not. Mutual aid is in opposition to capitalism, it is the remedy to capitalism, it is a gift economy. You do not get to sit here and say that <laughs> capitalism somehow supports the poor because under mutual aid, under gift economies, poverty doesn't exist. The only reason poverty exists is because of capitalism. And the reason that mutual aid hasn't been able to fully encompass it yet is because we are still struggling against <laughs> this capitalistic structure that keeps us from ex- achieving liberty. God damn it. But this article says that the administrators of the mutual aid societies personally knew who was able to work and who was trying. That's which not is, how mutual aid works. Which is an impossibility <laughs> with the modern <laughs> welfare state. That's not that's no. not what mutual aid is. Mutual aid doesn't give a shit about your working ability. And to, to, to cap it off here, we're going to finish it up. It says, to paraphrase Churchill, which why... Fucking oh, why? That, that okay. racist cool. genocider? The guy who did not fundamentally disagree with fascism just kind of disagreed with the one who wanted to cave into the fucking Daleks. Are you kidding me? Really? Churchill. Okay. Uh, capitalism is the worst economic system ever invi- ever invented, except for all the except others. Except for all the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. Fucking- so. <laughs> the, and the, the article finishes off with this wet fart. It beats the alternatives. Fuck you, man. The alternatives of everybody being okay? 
statism. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for this this week. Uh, many thanks to Kyle, Felicia, and Roger for joining us. Uh, if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything as we've uh, come to show with our wackadoodle fucking like superhero chat in between. And we had a... F- yes, Kyle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um for people not listening to the uh not watching on video, Kyle's playing the guy screaming the Are you tough enough or whatever the fuck the video is. I, I No it's the uh, It's the guy screaming exactly. while holding his hat meme, you know? Everybody knows that one. So anyway, um <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys for coming out for us tonight. Um let's see, what else am I not saying? Uh head on over to patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts or patreon.com slash um are our lush, lush because it exists. And Kyle, do you have anything on Patreon? Do you have anything? No. <laughs> he asks knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or become a member right here on YouTube. We really do appreciate the the love and support that you guys give us each week for doing this show. I only wish that we could express fully how much we do appreciate it. You know, it's it's COVID times and it's been a year of this and God, we can't wait to bring you the show live from the studio. It's going to be so much fun when we finally get that all going along. So from I, the from, I love seeing your updates on that, by the way, X. And I haven't posted much anything because I haven't bought anything new for the studio, but like I need to get a handful of more chairs and a couple of other uh like we have basic mics for the studio, but we also have a wish list out there on Amazon if you wanted to buy anything for us and that I'm not the I'm not the e-begging kind of person, but it's just one of those. If you really wanted to, God, we could use it. So, uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, so, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all for keeping the show going. Before we wrap this up, we always need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you could do it in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there, or leave us a review on whatever service you happen to use to catch us on. Because comment like. Since we've been at this for a long time, we have a lot of podcasting services that have co-opted our RSS feed, which is public, so we can't really complain about it. And we are on so many podcatcher networks that exist out there in the world. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spreaker, we're on all the ones. Fucking everything, man. All of them. We it's, this it's is all there. We're this all is there. episode three hundred and thirty one. Is pain three three thirty one? How many podcasts do you know that have lived past three hundred? Handfuls, right? Like there's on you could list them like on your hand. Scathing atheist. Uh, you have um uh what's the other one I'm thinking of? Cognitive dissonance. You have a handful of other shows that have gone weekly for I over 300 episodes we've been doing it this, this long 331 fucking episodes so you know what guys thank you so much for that you can always shoot us an email or a text we're always happy to hear from everybody <laughs> out there so. 
We do this for fun. This is our Saturday nights, everybody. This is what we do. <laughs> it's been, it's been what we've done for six goddamn years. <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, time for us to bring an episode uh, 331 to a close. Remember, everyone, as always, you're welcome. Bonnie. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Says the bearded dragon. Roger, you gotta you gotta close out for us here. Do you got anything you want to say? I, I, I don't have a thing. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of very Well, it's officially yeah. Valentine's, so you guys can get right to that as soon as we hit stop here. So we had planned on that actually. No. <laughs> make some content. I'm... Make some content for RR Lush. I'm just saying. You know. No, that's not what goes up there. No. But uh, maybe <laughs> some other thing. That's for us. That is for us only. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed. That that's my yeah. that's my night tonight. So thanks a lot everybody. We'll catch you next week with more of this. Until then we'll see you. Have a good night. Oh boy, folks! It is uh, it is like right now. It just turned midnight, so it is February fifteenth. As I'm uh, saying this little part right here. Interesting thing happened to me tonight. Uh, I, I just want to drop this as a hint to anybody else. This isn't going to make it onto next week's show, and I do need to talk to. This. Don't eat sugar-free gummy bears with maltitol, and eat, d- just stay away from that in general because come to find out that that kind of uh it's it's not exactly an artificial sugar it's just a it's well i guess everything's artificial if it's not naturally found but it, it it's a type of a sweetening agent that you can put into things to make them taste sweeter without the huge glycemic spike that you get from like uh glucose or table sugar whatever you want to call it i bought some sugar-free gummy bears earlier today and I've seen enough internet videos that I honestly should know better. I should know better. But those were those guys eating like a whole giant bag, like a five pound bag of those things. And I'm like, well, yeah, you eat five pounds of anything. You're going to get the shits. No, no, my friends. It was a little, little tiny bag of gummy bears. Probably only about like two ounces. So like a grand total of like maybe 15, 20 gummy bears. Not even that many. Ate half of them. And I thought maybe later on I was like, well, I think my stomach is hurting a little bit. It's could, it could be what I had like uh, for lunch or something. Because, you know, I'm, I'm my, my lunches consist of like hard boiled eggs and meats, you know, because I'm healthy. But I, I ate those and then I had uh, a couple more to finish out the bag. I'm like, there's no point in leaving two in the bag. Finished them all up, and when I finally got around to it, I had to hurry. Not not just like, you know, urgently get to a bathroom. I had to hurry and get to a bathroom. Folks, I've lived through 
five different colonoscopies starting when I was like 20 years old. Uh, there's a family history of it that goes through my family of colon cancer, and I did something I don't want to die of. As we've seen with people like Chadwick Boseman and handfuls of other people that have died from colon cancer. It's one of those things where if you catch it early enough, you're going to be fine. At no point in my life did I think that eating a handful of little tiny gummy bears would bring me to literally my knees. I, mean, I can't say literally. I was sitting on a toilet. I wasn't really sitting on my knees. Recreating the scene from Dumb and Dumber. It was bad. Folks, it was bad. Like, really bad. But on top of it, it's not so much that, you know, you just had to go and purge everything that was, you know, that came before. It's the uncontrollable gas. And, you know, when you have an incident like that, you you can't trust a fart anymore for the rest of the day. And so it's to the point where I'm sitting on sitting on the uh, the furniture in, in the bathroom and it's echoing rings of toots. And it, my God. God, it was one hell of a fucking night tonight. Still there. My, my stomach still doesn't feel 100%. I mean, I don't feel sick. I just, these pipes are clean, but at the same time, the, the halls of justice are echoing with the sounds of my thunderclap ass cheeks going on here, and it's bad. It's fucking bad. So, now that I've given you guys a little bit of a story, let me, uh, let me go ahead and read our, our patrons out to you guys out there. So, to thank all of you for continuing to support the show. Uh, again, our newest patron this month, we have Wendy Rample. Uh, we have an Abyssian Knoll, Andrea Brooks, Becky Scott Fairley, Bethany Ring, Brooke Moffat, Hopswatch, Hugh Robinson, Irish Swede, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Mark Layton, Nicole Hargis, Apochley, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Ryan, Stacey Startzel, The Custodial Humanist, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, and Winter Solstice 93, Algotra Colas, Andres Skabinski, Arizona Atheists, Azozio, Ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Daisies, Divine Disbelief, Dr. Rick Boddicker, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Glenn Albus, Henry Hutan, and Hylian Monkeys, Jay, Jennifer Masevich, J.LX2, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, JS23, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Mark Cecil, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Ryan Stevenson, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, and Wade Heaton. And then we have Bicycle Legs, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Corinne Smith, Corey Vanderpool, GRX, Gary Smith, Hellbound Hillbilly, Lisa Verdell, Malleus Varmentum, Name Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Micro Warrior 00, Mike Yoakum, and Ungus, it's Ungus? I'm going to get it wrong here. I've been saying it is Angus Fergus, but it's Ungus Fergus, so... Patrick Neary, Philip Jessup, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Arduin, Angelica Pearson, Anwin Davies, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Fireshard, Freethinker 215, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Jartan Rayan, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Peter Magnuson, Philip Anderson, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, B9, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Jazza G, Joe, Matthew James, Michael Lord, Mikey Famine, Ord Toothman, and Peter Hockley. My God, thank all of you so much for the support. And thank you for uh, putting up with my little fart story at the end here. Uh, just let you know that I really do appreciate everything that you do to keep us going and allowing me to have life experiences where I can buy 
sugar-free gummy bears. My God. Anyway, I hope you guys have a good week. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, got a good another one. We're working on the next one. 332 is already being worked on, guys. That's how being a content creator works. I'll talk to you later. Have a good week. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies. Making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.